Hey everybody, welcome to Questions on Tap, where we drink whiskey and talk about, well, just about anything. On this week's episode, before I kind of get into it, I just want to say that I hope everyone's having a fantastic holiday season and a nice, hopefully, winter break for a lot of people. I know I've been spending a lot of time with family, friends, and loved ones, so it's been really nice, and all I can hope is that for the rest of you, you're getting a similar experience as mine. Now, in tune with that kind of idea of love, uh, me and John are actually going to be talking about what we think love is, whether it's a larger concept of reality, whether it's a human emotion, and kind of what it could be in between that. So, hope you guys kind of enjoy this episode as we discuss that. Check us out, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. I'm sure we'll have more conversations like about love in the future. But for now, sit back, relax, thank you for tuning in, and like I said, have a great holiday season. Saying there's a limit to human knowledge is something that I don't know if I'm ready. Like, I would agree. I think you. the question I'm getting at is not whether or not there's a limit to human knowledge. What are the confines of human knowledge for you? Does it have to be something that's physically proven? Physically. All right. This is cheesy. Does love exist? Define I, love. Okay. Good. Fair point. Do you believe love is just a set of chemical reactions? Who? See, exclusively. Exclusively. Exclusively chemical reactions. I mean, it really depends on the mood I'm in on the day, but there's some days when I feel like we're all just simple. Not simple. We're all just a bunch of atoms and chemical reactions happening. So I could see love being chemical reactions, yeah. Okay. What do you believe, though? I believe that I felt things for certain people that I can't put into words. Okay. That didn't go quite the way I hoped it would. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's play it out like you wanted it to. No, no, I don't want to. Um, okay. I need to. I need to give something that's real for you. Okay. The <laughs> this point. Is so that, okay, I'm the, having so much fun right now. The point that I'm trying to make. It really where I think the difference is. Uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Play it out how you think it should have gone. Or no, how you no, wanted no, it to no, go. no. This isn't. I'm interested to see what you're hoping that, to get. It's not that, no, it's not that I was planning. I was hoping to get you to like say. My point is, is that there are truths that aren't scientific. Truths that aren't scientific. What do you mean by scientific? You, know, you, you keep saying proven. By proven. That you can, can I should say can be proven. Can be science. When you say, pr what do you mean can be proven? What does proven mean? Oh god, I don't know the actual science, but there's something about like when something becomes like a theory to like. Okay, a so but it's a scientific thing. I would say, from the most part, from my perspective, yes. I, I yeah, depending on how you know my limited knowledge of act like science and laws and whatnot. Yes, it's based on science. All right, that's the That's the point I'm getting at here. Yeah. I think you're wrong in the fact I know you do. that the only truth that can really exist is that the truth that we can be certain of is truth that can be scientifically proven. And I'm not even talking about the existence of a God. I think that you can believe in truth that can't be scientifically proven and not believe in God. Like love? Love or friendship, relationships, like the reality of I that. So, okay, okay, this is... Now granted. Like you can't... I'm, I'm, I might be saying things that are totally false, but I would imagine... If you were to, like, record someone's brainwaves the first time they see somebody, 
you know, mm-hmm. that like love at first sight, quote unquote, you if could exists, see, yeah. you could see, yeah, but if it does, you're like, you could see the chemicals in their brain that spike or that react to the certain areas of the brain that go off when they have that moment or feeling of love. Would I be wrong in assuming that? No, but is the chemical reactions, the chemical reactions you're going to have for different people in your life are going to be different, maybe, right? Yeah. Meaning that, like, your romantic partner, you're going to have certain chemical reactions. I, I, I don't feel the same about you that I feel about my girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Do you... Love is almost outside of that, in a sense. Okay. Like, in the same way that we love each other, it's different than the way we love our girlfriends, or the way that we love our parents, yeah. or the way that... Yeah, love is very different. But it's not like we just have... Like, I know C.S. Lewis would say there are four kinds of love. There is familial love. I feel like I've heard these, yeah. There is romantic love. There is... Fr- I think he calls it fraternal love, but like... You know, love of friendship. Yeah, okay. He calls that the rarest. And then he says, like, love of God. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's his fourth love. Yep. That checks out. I doubt... Whether... This is not a point to try and convince you that God exists. (laughs) The point... But it's not not. It's not not. But again, it's still tying back to that minority report question. Because we got off track. Um, But the point is, is that... It's... I would be shy. Again, I'm not a scientist or a neuroscientist. I do have a friend who's a neuroscientist. I should ask them. Um, but I doubt there's like four sets of chemical reactions that we can have. Oh, and God, that's no. all. No, I wouldn't argue so that. So I would at all. use that as evidence that love is not just chemical reactions, it includes chemical reactions. But that. Because if love is just a set of chemical reactions and that chemical of react in the same way that one equals one means one is one. That okay. a stick is a stick. That a table is a table. I, okay. I, okay. I'm very interested to see where this is going. If love equals set of chemical reactions, mean A goes to B goes to C, whatever, chem- I'm not a chemist or neurochem, whatever. And again, I understand that the brain is complicated and different people react to things differently. So no, but even, bit... but even one person reacts differently to yeah, another definitely. person. Like, it's infinitely different yeah. potentially between, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's actually. I'm, it would be, I'm, I would, yeah. Sorry, continue. But if you're, but if people, but my point is, is that that experience of love, If love equals chemical reactions, but every time you love someone, you're getting a different chemical reaction, then love is non-deterministic. Love doesn't actually, like, equal anything that you can mathematically or scientifically describe. It just exists. Well, yeah, but someone can't put love into words. Again, I would use that as evidence for the fact that, like, love is a truth that isn't scientifically proven. Or is it... Now, now, I'm not sure if I believe this, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Is it a human concept that we attach a word to a feeling? No. Happiness is. Attracted to is. Oh, so you think love is outside of, like, humans in a sense? Yes. 100%. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. 100%. Man, this is so entertaining. We're just like... Oh, there's certain things, yeah, we're pretty far off on. It's something humans experience, but it's not just an emotion, no. Or a feeling. It's not not that. Love, Love, I mean, my religious (laughs) answer is God is literally love himself. But the point is, is that love can be experienced. 
It can be felt. Love is also a choice. It is something... It, love is also an action. Ooh, love is a choice. That's an interesting one. Yes. 100% love is a choice. So you've never loved someone you don't want to love? What? You've never loved somebody that you don't want to love? Let me rephrase it. Again, love is... Bo- it's all of these things. It's not one of them outside the other. No, yeah, I know, but the choice is included in all those things then. That's what I'm asking. Just because you mentally don't want something doesn't mean you don't want it, if that makes sense. No, it doesn't. I want you to elaborate. Because okay. that, that was a contradictory, contradictory statement. I may not want to drink water. Okay. I still need to drink water. Yeah. Right? Okay. I, I, just hear me out. Sure, yeah. I'm like, I'm Mark, go Mark turned one. on his skeptical voice. Uh, I have a skeptical face right now, too. Um, talk about eye roll. Um... <laughs> Okay, in the same way, love... All right, I... You know, let's say a family. Let's say your sibling. You could be royally pissed off at them. Yeah. Right? You probably... You might not want to love them in that moment. Like, just because you don't want to love them doesn't mean that you don't in the same way that just because I don't want water doesn't mean I don't want water <laughs> you might not want the taste of water in your mouth right now but if you want to live I would argue that you want water this is why I say love is both a choice and an experience yeah yeah but you said they've lived together with each other so you can't have one without the other it's also reality in a sense yeah <laughs> okay never, ignore that that's something separate. That doesn't matter. That's a God theology thing. Don't worry about it. Oh. Yeah. No, I've heard that God is love. Yeah. That, yeah. But the... Let's just... Let's stick for simplicity. Choice and experience. Yeah. And action. Choice, experience, and action. Yeah. Those all three coexist. Yeah. But those three things are... Like, it, it's too limited of terminology to fully encompass what love is. But, like, that's kind of in human finite terms. That is, like, the way that I think we can Okay, well, about. yeah, now I feel like it's just... You, now I feel like it's getting the theological sense. No, but no, no, my point is, is that if love isn't something that we can equate to just a set of chemical reactions or a few sets of chemical reactions, then what is it? What can we equate it to? And in a sense, that's expe- then love just becomes experiential. Doesn't mean that love isn't true or love that you can never love someone and know that you love someone so yes are we talking about a human feeling love for another person or love as this greater concept of human reality because i think i'm talking about it just like a human loves somebody else and that's i mean yeah i i would argue just because we don't know right now that we don't know that like love is an emotion or if it how it reacts in someone's brain or anything i guess i'm saying that i don't think it's unknowable because then it sounds like you're saying it. it it's, it's unknowable what love is. By your definition of knowable, yes. I would not say love is unknowable. I, the point I'm trying to make... But is God, isn't love God? Again, that's why I think love is knowable. knowable. Love, God is love. The point... The, that's <laughs> besides the point... But you, the point I, I think John's getting annoyed now at how much I'm pushing back on things. No, I'm not getting annoyed. I'm, getting, I'm trying to stay away from the God thing because this isn't... This is supposed to show something else. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. No, no, you're fine. The point is, 
have you ever loved someone? Have you ever chosen to love someone even that you don't want to? It's not a, you don't even feel love for them. You just choose to love them. Yeah. Have, and you've said that you've ever felt love for that you have felt love for someone even when you don't want to. Yeah. All right, so we have you choose and we have the feel. Have you ever done a, have you ever loved someone in action without feeling to love them? Right, loved someone in action. Love is an action too. It's an active thing, yes. Wait, I, no, I, I, I'm not I, okay. talking about sex. <laughs> well, yeah, but lo- like love making is like a term. Okay, yeah, no, this is no, like, I know genuine. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what okay, you mean. So, I guess it can mean that. I wasn't exclusively thinking of it that way. Maybe it is. Yeah, I, that. Let's stay away. That that's getting dicey. Let's yeah, I was you're getting okay. No, let, let's stay. Let's take sex out of it. Um. That'll keep the everything simpler for the listeners. The point have you ever have you ever done an action for someone that would be considered a loving action, an act of love, even though you don't feel that towards them in a sense? Maybe I mean, I, again, I think action, define... action and choice are slightly different. Like, I, I keep action separate, but I'm not saying, like, you ever loved someone in action without choosing to love them. Because, like, you can't really, like, do something and not choose to do it because I believe in free will. Okay. So I guess those can be the same thing, maybe. But you can, like, do it. Love is an action in the sense I, I think that third point's important because, like... Love is an action. Yeah, so they're, like, loving okay. acts that encompass loving someone. Okay. I feel like I've confused you. No, well, I guess, like, I, I, I think you have to define what a loving act is, because, like... I feel like it's, like, one of the... Again, it's my, one of my favorite legal definitions. You know it when you see it. Yeah, but that's that's essentially meaningless. I don't think it's meaningless. Like, a loving act? A loving... I, I can't, like, scientifically define a loving act at what constitutes a loving act. Yeah, then I, I can't answer if I've ever done that for somebody that I haven't loved. Even through experience. Have you? All right. So here's an. Ex- I think it's easier to talk in examples because I guess my point is is that there are other truths outside of scientific truth. There are experiential truths. Okay. It, so. All right. If I if so here's an example of a loving act. Yeah. I. I buy lunch for a homeless person. Yeah. I help a professor carry boxes down to her car. Those are uh, both nice things to do. Nice things to do, yes. But can the but we could consider those loving actions. Do you love those people? Yeah, I mean, I would say I love all. I try to love all people, in a sense. Oh, then I think that takes away a lot from the meaning of what love is. Oh no. Far I like a lot. I care for everybody as a human being, but I have not loved every person on this planet. You know, there's different kinds of love. There's either way. Would I say that the love that I feel that is there for them is as <laughs> deep as it would be for like a friend or a family member or a romantic partner? No, that's a different set of experiences. So it sounds like I guess like the way I'm looking at it from like I guess maybe more practical standpoint like there's like there's love, love like a deeper meaningful love for like an intimate relationship. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, you care for and you like somebody, but that's also love. 
it's, it's like, how I, it's how I'm kind of interpreting. It's like, it's like what you're I may not feel like I love them. Okay. Maybe it doesn't include the experiential in a sense. Like the experiential is that kind of deep love. I, I I'm hypothesizing. I'm not saying this is fully. I'm fully feel about it, but for the sake of the conversation, let's say that kind of deep love that you're talking about is yeah. experiential. But there are also you can do loving actions that still loving people without feeling it. So is anybody doing a nice act that's just caring for somebody? Is that loving? In a sense. I hate the term nice, but yeah. Well, no, but I would say that like carrying somebody's books is you're helping that other person. You're being caring. Yeah, it's a loving act. I would call that a loving act. Yes. It's loving thy neighbor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's an awesome way to view reality. That'd be pretty cool that you just love everybody. I think that's the goal. I don't think that everyone succeeds. I know I don't succeed at that. Oh, okay. I thought you said you do. Like love everybody. I try to. Okay. Okay. I don't say that I do. Yeah. No. I, oh, for me, I think it'd be amazing if I loved everybody, but that's... To me, that's super unattainable. I would describe as not... It is ideally attainable, but practically not. So it's not attainable. Because we're imperfect, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, we're imperfect as human beings. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'll agree So we're not all loving all the time. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really know where this leaves us. The point is... (laughs) The point is... I I didn't know where... Is that these experiences are true, but we can't scientifically prove them we haven't been able to scientifically prove them yet yes i will agree with you on that does that make them less let's say you i i would make but if you could never prove them let's say we don't know if that's true though i think you put science on a pedestal probably i think you put theology on a pedestal that is how the theology game goes but yes there you go yeah so we both look at things like they are the true reality of being or of existence or reality or whatever I guess I'm little as always this conversation could have gone on for much longer and I'm sure we'll jump back into it at some point but for now let's jump in see where me and John kind of landed on this subject for now